0: Welcome to episode number 25 of The Thrash Report. This is your weekly music commentary podcast where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. My name is Chris and joining me is Jim Osborne. Jim, how's it going, man? Check out this voicemail from my mom. Can't
1: you stop saying fuck all the time? (laughs) <laughs> yeah so i talked to my mom last week and <laughs> she said she was sitting around kind of bored so she thought she would check out our podcast oh and one of the first things she said was you guys swear a lot <laughs> so i had to explain to her that her youngest and most precious is 41 years old and a big boy and able to swear by himself now <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: that's pretty good
1: i enjoyed that so Otherwise, I'm doing good. That, that's awesome.
0: That's I'm doing I'm doing well. You know, that reminds me, I don't know if I, did I ever tell you that? Where like one time I was listening to, I think it was when I first got the cassette of Among the Living and I would listen to the, the cassette over and over, like reading the lyrics and the inlay, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, word for word over and over and over again. And my dad walks past my room and says, hey, there's an awful lot of swearing going <laughs> on in there. Uh, it was pretty good.
1: And you turned around and said, this is the news.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah I, I had the
1: same thing when I bought the vulgar display of power tape. And my sister looked at it and, there's bad words on here, Jimmy. And shows it to my mom, like, song four, fucking hostile. <laughs> well. <laughs> like, oh, well.
0: Oh, well. Um,
1: Nothing she hasn't heard my dad say over and over.
0: Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, we we got a really great episode, uh, episode twenty four. We got some really cool news bites. We got we're gonna talk about um, uh, limited limited edition uh, piece coming from Anthrax. We're gonna talk about um, we got some Aussie news, um, fashion icon Ozzy. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, we're also gonna talk a little bit about a little bit about Slipknot, and then we got some new uh, new collectibles from Knucklebones. We talked about them in the past, and then uh, it's a last week was grammy nominations and of course um, the weekend is pretty pissed so we can, <laughs> we could talk through that um but yeah and then we have uh again a lot of great releases this week too so mm-hmm. we'll jump back and then uh, back in time with uh, a great band that i remember from 1988 um, having their cassette and it uh, it was just awesome just really cool the the, the riff was just uh I mean, it was almost kind of ridiculous but it was still really fun so we'll uh we'll jump in there too so i love riffs i, I do i love riffs man um cool man so uh let's go ahead and jump into some some headlines um what, yeah. what, do, you, what do you got there jim
1: well liquid metal again is doing something awesome I, every year that i've been a subscriber they seem to do something cool on thanksgiving weekend i think the last year or two, or I know recently they did a, a Vinnie and Dime tribute for a whole week. And they did it again this year. And I think they have been working on it for a long time. But they are doing what's called the 50 after 50. And it's since Heavy Metal celebrated its 50-year 50, 50 birthday this year on February 13th with the release of Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. They are doing the top 50 songs of the last 50 years.
0: Interesting. So, I mean,
1: It's <laughs> pretty big undertaking. I mean, that's there's
0: yeah, you
1: know, how do you pick 50?
0: Right. Uh, what what well, are some of the call out tracks so far? Have you do, you do you have any?
1: Yeah, I can give the top 15. Um, sure, but man. I guess how they picked it was the uh, you know, the on air people like Jose Sean, Ian Christie is involved, Scotty Um So it was them, I think, probably their opinions on a lot of stuff, but they went with. Basically, a lot of stuff that they they looked at what they played over the last twenty years, sure, and sure. then looked at I think plays on streams and sales and stuff. So they, yeah, they they called you. They a... called
0: you. They got your opinion on on what what you
1: think. <laughs> I wish, yeah, Maybe <laughs> just all vulgar display power one 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can check it out um, if you have satellite radio. You can check it out on demand, or they're playing it through Thursday, I believe. But it's pretty cool list, so the top 15, number 15 is Blind by Korn. And then going down the list, Crazy Train by Ozzy. Pantera, Cowboys from Hell. Angel of Death by Slayer. I was <clears> guessing <throat> that would have been number one.
0: Wow, yeah. But 12 ain't bad. And then
1: number 11, Enter Sandman. Little band named Metatica. 10 is Ace of Spades. 9, Roots, Bloody Roots, Sepultura. Right on. Eight is the Trooper, Iron Maiden. Oh! And we got seven, Spit It Out by Slipknot. And you'll like this next one, Painkiller, Judas Priest. Yay! Megadeth, Holy Wars, The Punishment Doom. Oh. Black Sabbath, Paranoid. Slayer, Raining Blood. You got any guesses at the top two?
0: I'm not even going to. I can't. <laughs> Walk on home, boy. Oh, nice.
1: Walk number two and number one, Master of Puppets.
0: Right on, right on. So we had, so in the top 15 so far, we had like a couple by Metallica, a couple Mm -hmm. by Pantera. Right on.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a fairly subjective list, but I think they did a great job. I mean, how can you argue really any of those?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it'd be a great playlist. (laughs) I'd Mm -hmm. listen to it. Uh, yep,
1: and um, actually there is a, if you go to the Facebook page, the the fan page for Liquid Metal, there's a guy in there on Thursday, he posted a playlist on Spotify of the top 50. So if nice. you want to listen to him and you do not have Liquid Metal, you can go to the Spotify and check it out.
0: That's awesome, man. I think, uh, yeah, I'll go find find that link and maybe I can put that in the show notes so people can subscribe yeah. to that that playlist. Um, I know that... Uh, um, we are looking at ways that we can try to get a, a playlist out for every uh, every episode because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff we talk about. So we're still uh, we're still thinking at the best the best platform to get that to get that distributed. Um, yep. So this next one is interesting. So um, you're into Persistence of Time, right? You think that that's a pretty oh, badass yeah. album, right? Well, yep. there's a Persistence of Time wristwatch, and uh, it's actually pretty badass so this extremely limited edition timepiece it was a collaboration with uh, nazumi studios and the designer and founder of the studios david campo has created limited edition um, bayline dave white uh, dive watch inspired by anthrax persons the time so it has the album artwork on it and it says pot on it with that with the hands and the skull it's, it's pretty awesome and cool. um Basically saying, you know, being a fan uh, since the '80s, it was truly an honor to take part in uh, this 30th anniversary of the album, and uh, so there was 50 of these watches made, and um, they're sold out. <laughs> so 50 of these watches were made for 512 dollars a piece, and uh, and they're all sold out. So yeah, it's it's kind of cool. I mean, I. I Again, I'm a fan. Um, I would like it as a collectible. Um, you know, I already got a watch that I use all the time. So, I don't know, unless I'm so badass I have a watch on each wrist. Would that be kind of <laughs> weird? But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Not for $512. Sorry, man. <laughs> too rich Too rich for my blood. But yeah, I, thought I thought that the was cool.
1: ones were expensive. Ed. I think they're 250
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I, so that was kind of cool. That uh, limited edition uh, persistence of time watch. Again, they're they're out there now. People have them. So again, if you're a collector and you want one, you can have to find one. Uh, find one on eBay or something, man. Um, got the time? Do you got the time, dude? How fun would that be? <laughs> do you got the time? As a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> um, I do. So um, Ozzy. So yeah you know he (laughs) it's interesting because i never really would think of ozzy you know the prince of darkness as kind of being a a fashion icon well believe it or not he is now gracing the cover of gq magazine um very nice he appeared on this uh basically this year's gq men of the year award right and so basically um He's on he's on this uh, this cover. And it really goes to the way that he you know has perfect you know his black eye makeup, perfectly manicured dark nails, and the whole you know, pitch perfect and polished, they're black. He started doing that way back in, in 1980, and Ozzy that, that look has really gone mainstream now. So tons of others, I mean, such as you know, K pop's biggest names, um, like BTS uh Jim and Kang, Daniel, and Super M. I mean, tons of other mainstream uh, artists basically are doing this same thing, right? And even brands like Chanel and Calvin Klein now have male-dedicated makeup lines (laughs) for basically male polish and eye makeup, really so that you can have that same effect that Ozzy's been doing since 1980. So I think that's really great that he kind of, I mean, not something I would do, but... Hey, man, you know, all the power to you. He kind of broke that mold, and now it's uh, it's kind of going mainstream. So the cover of GQ magazine, who would have thought that 40 years ago?
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw it yesterday, and he looks great.
0: Yeah, I, I like, you know, in all honesty, I like how he's he's letting his gray show, man. He's got gray hair yeah. now, right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. That was probably something to do with COVID. <laughs> Couldn't get to the <laughs> salon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh You know, we've talked about uh, collectibles and toys in the past. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's so many people that collect uh, the the Funko Pop figs. I mean, Charlie Benante is really known for it. I mean, it looks... I think he's got like an entire room full of those figures if you follow him on social. Well, Slipknot is coming to Funko Pop. So these will be available February uh, 2021. And this is... uh, Basically, you're going to get, and again, it's it kind of goes along with some of them they've already done. They've done, you know, Eddie from Iron Maiden. They have Motorhead ones with, like, the Snaggletooth, like, you know, head. And they got uh, members of Slayer as well. Well, now they're also adding Sid Wilson, Craig Jones, and Corey Taylor from Slipknot. So it's pretty cool. I mean, if you're into those collectibles, um, again, it, it's it's cool that, that they're, uh, you know, I, I just, I wonder what that, I wonder what that licensing deal looks like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I mean, you, you wonder like when these guys are sitting down at the table and they're looking at that, uh, you know, what percentage is going to go where and how many they're going to make and what they think they're going to sell. Um, I would love to be a fly on the wall. That's all. So.
1: Yeah. I've never seen one. I've seen pictures and stuff, but I've seen people that collect them are serious about it. I mean, I've never seen someone say they have one
0: yeah you know, I exactly
1: hey I'm selling my collection y'all 300 I
0: have uh, <laughs> um, I have two um, I have two I have I have uh, I have the Mandalorian holding the child bobblehead <laughs> yeah. and then I also have Forky this is Forky <laughs> 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 and he has so many questions. What is a friend? What is art? art? What is
1: time? Time can be future or past. Oh. Nope, I'm still lost. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! That
0: was so much fun! Crazy sport. <laughs> Forky asks a question. Forky. <laughs> Forky from from uh from Toy Story Four. Oh
1: yes. <laughs> um, I I love you took Forky it out of the box.
0: Um, yeah, I, I take him out of the box. I'm not, yeah, I don't I don't hold him. that. I mean, back in the day, I absolutely did. I mean, there was a time when I had every single Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figure in the package. <laughs> nice. um, but yeah, not anymore. Um, but yeah, so uh, I am one that absolutely on Disney Plus loves <laughs> Forky. Asks a question. <laughs> it's so silly, and it's like kind of for kids. But, dude, the humor is so great. Adults will laugh right along with the kids. It's it's great. Hmm. So, if I'm you got Disney Plus, go check out Forky asks a question. All right. and you will laugh. <laughs> um, so going again, going on with uh, some figures. We talked about this in the past. Um, Knucklebones makes these really cool, detailed, limited edition 3D vinyl um uh statue statues and statuettes and stuff um, they have a brand new um Pantera Far Beyond Driven 3D vinyl series and this collectible statue is oh, it's it's so cur- cool yeah it's currently in production available for pre-order and it's officially licensed and it's uh released they're only going to release 1990 uh, uh, 1994 of them <laughs> um <laughs> so they're going to release uh, and it's this unique 3d vinyl that's hand painted and numbered and comes with that certificate of authenticity. Um, it's really created it, this. It, it's really cool. Cause it's basically like the cover of the album and, mm-hmm. uh, you really got to see it and check it out. It's about nine inches tall by seven inches wide. It's pretty awesome. Um, again, one of those things where I think it would look awesome in my display case, but again, uh there's other things that i can spend my money on
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah there's so much cool shit out there i just wish i could buy
0: it all i know it's (laughs) it's very cool very cool um so you know we've uh you know we we think that metal is you know some of some of the best music out there man i mean it's Mm. it, it has so much feeling and it's it's very technical um, these are some of the best musicians on the planet, right? Yep well, sometimes sometimes the Grammys don't necessarily think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anyway, um, we have the 2021 Grammy nominations in and they do have uh, best metal performance category that has been uh, that has been announced. So we do have a couple a uh, couple of these uh, artists that we have talked about. And one, um, believe it or not, is Power Trip. Power Trip is a nominator for Best Metal Performance and yes. the Executioner's Tax Swing of the Axe live. And that one is is nominated. There's also In This Moment has been nominated um, for the In Between. Code Orange. Um, again, I, 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 uh, I went and listened to a bunch of their stuff after uh, Sean was on. And um they're nominated for Underneath. Body Count is is nominated for Bum Rush. So um, there's also uh, somebody by the name of Poppy. I don't know what that is. What do you believe when everyone is watching? What do you believe? What do you believe when nobody is watching? What do you believe? Keep telling yourself that you been playing this and gone- From Jesus the Christ, from Jesus the Christ, from Jesus the Christ, Do you know what I've is? heard of it? So, poppy know male female um, or group or what? But I've yeah, with, heard the with their, name. Would there release blood money? So, definitely got to look that one up. But, Some uh, money. blood money, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I know that, uh, you know, there's always been controversy, you know, going all the way back to mm-hmm. when Jethro Tull won the, won the Grammy, uh, from under Metallica and that whole thing, right? Um, <laughs> awful, <laughs> I know, right? And, uh, and it's so it, it is interesting, um, and it just goes to show you, too, of how uh, disconnected um yeah how disconnected uh you know the industry is and how disconnected i am from main street media <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what's going on out there yeah
1: they've gotten better though because you actually have metal bands on it now
0: yep yep yeah it's good so we'll see man i mean let's uh again it would be uh it'd be really something if power trip won that i mean unfortunately mm-hmm. we're 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 missing our, our key player there right so
1: yep i hope that wins
0: yeah so yeah so um check it out again uh the 2021 grammy nominations will have a uh, link in the show notes and i don't know that year's what sometime in february i think i don't know
1: yeah it's early in the year
0: yep cool man cool and then we uh yeah. we're gonna jump into some new releases um we got some awesome stuff to talk about um hey jim what uh what are you gonna talk about
1: We've mentioned it before, but it has been released now. Hate breed, weight of the false self.
0: Nice. And I
1: haven't listened to the whole thing, but I did check it out, and it's awesome. You know, it's. I say this all. I guess this is like the only thing I say when I review things is, "It sounds like Hatebreed." <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Lab of God, but you know that's that's their sound, and yeah, you know, it's exactly what you. If you love Hatebreed you'll love it because it's exactly what they do i mean they're just they yeah in the, in the face
0: and it, absolutely absolutely and uh, and i've said this before i think jamie josta he's one of those just like he just he has that just infectious positivity right he's just he's so positive he's just like you know uh, just go kick ass and like take the world by storm and stuff and let's go ahead and give this uh give this a jingle right here
1: If you wanna make a difference in the world it means You have to be different from the world you see Free yourself from burdens that you know exist Don't carry the curse of the fatalist
0: If you wanna make a difference in the world it means You have to be different from the world you see Free yourself from burdens that you know exist Don't carry the curse of the fatalist If you wanna make a difference in the world it means You have to be
1: different from the world you see Free yourself from burdens that you know exist
0: the of the fatalist, it- Dude, it's hate breed, man. <laughs> but it's awesome. It, you yeah, know. It's hard. It's hard. It's, it's heavy. It's it's heavy. I think so, Jamie
1: needs to coin that phrase. Like people have said hard before, but not the way he does with like 13 A's.
0: <laughs> I know. It's Hard. Dude, I'm really, I'm really uh I want that uh I know people have asked uh D Snyder if he's gonna do another uh another album. You know mm-hmm. and uh, he said that they were working on something so I, I hope uh, Jamie is is collaborating with them working on stuff I hope there's new stuff coming I'm I'm super excited for that yeah um, so this next one uh, is interesting because I, I really didn't know about it and we talked about it earlier we talked about mm-hmm. diamond head and I was <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that they had this 40th anniversary re-recording of Lightning to the Na- uh, Lightning to the Nations, and basically uh, Brian Tatler he returns. Basically, they're calling this kind of like Diamond Head 2.0. It's uh it's a re-recording of this iconic album. Um, he's now the basically the only original member in the band, and as he mentioned, you know it's uh we thought it'd be great to re-record the album. With this lineup and 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 now with the modern technology that's available so the original album album was recorded and mixed in a week and they were super young i mean they were like 19 and 20 years old right so um they had this like youthful energy but we didn't have like technique we didn't have time a craftsmanship that type of thing so they now have a lot more power and things that you know so that now they they really want this opportunity to go in the studio record this fresh and vibrant, so it's pretty cool. And then also included on this is um, uh, also included on this is some covers. So they actually have uh, Zeppelin. They do "Immigrant Song." They do uh, uh, "Rat Bat Blue" by Deep Purple, and they also completely appropriately take it's their take on covering Metallica's "No Remorse," which is full abs- <laughs> It does, it comes full circle, let's check this out. so heavy yeah pretty good
1: it's hard for me to pick up my guitar and not play a riff from no remorse and am i evil
0: (laughs) right i know Mm -hmm. um so yeah so super cool um yeah i'm i used to that one yeah i've been uh yeah so right when i i went and grabbed that added to my library i listened to that uh several times this week again a lot of the other tracks too i mean they're just they're they're great songs and uh, again they're you know 40 years old so it's it's pretty awesome pretty awesome
1: um, yeah, I'm sure there's are going to be some people out there saying like, it's all covers of Metallica
0: <laughs> Right, I know, <laughs> exactly
1: no. um, They're covering a cover band
0: Right, well and imagine imagine how Metallica w- must feel though, really, right? I mean, <laughs> that was their influence when they were kids And yep. yeah, it's just, it's so crazy, right? Like you said, full circle, man, pretty awesome Yeah, it sounds great Yeah, absolutely and, and this next one, um, we mentioned it before. I'm a big fan of the Cro-Mags, um, kind of the mm-hmm. crossover, uh, hardcore punk and, and thrash. And uh, interestingly enough, I had no idea that this was a thing. Uh, Cro-Mags released a six-song EP. Well, they're releasing a six-song EP. Um, they have one track available now. Um, and there's, yeah, so it's the, the single right now, the song is called uh, uh, 2020. And yeah, shout out to my buddy, Andy, uh, albums with Andy. Andy was actually on the podcast in the past. Um, he actually kicked this over to me on, on, uh, and I had no idea it was a thing. So, and interestingly enough, they have a couple songs. You can tell when this stuff was written because one of the tracks age of quarantine <laughs> and then another one, life on earth, violence and destruction. Another one chaos in the streets. And then a, a song called Uh curl fusion. So yeah, um, awesome. I'm a fan. I listened to, to the one track. Um, it's good stuff, man. Really good. So check out the Curl Megs if you're into that. Great stuff. Another one, and believe it or not, it's their 12th studio album. This is a band from Germany called Accuser. And um, are you familiar with Accuser from Germany?
1: No, I don't think I've heard of them.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, so this is... Basically, they've been around since 1986. They were with that like that first wave of German speed metal, so like Creator, Destruction, Sodom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I didn't know about them either. And they have a brand new album um, out. It came out uh, last last week, last Friday, and um, it's self-titled. So this 12th release, it's self-titled Accuser. Check this out. Thank <laughs> you. It's uh it's pretty thrashy. I like it. Yeah. Um, that was yeah. cool. So Accuser. Um, it's in it's it's in my uh, definitely in my playlist. And again, another one that I didn't even. Um, it was actually hard to find. So I saw that. And again, this is because I follow a bunch of the labels, right? So, um, you know, I follow Metal Blade. I follow. I mean, basically, uh, Nuclear Blast. All these labels. And so basically, Metal Blade they posted this brand new um, release from uh, their fourth studio album from Aust- this band from Australia called Harlot, but it's Harlot with two T's. And so it was mm-hmm. actually kind of hard to find, but um, this, uh, the, the album's name is, I, uh, um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, detritus of the final age. I don't know. Detritus? If I'm, yeah. Don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, but one of the first tracks that really got got me man. I listened to this track called uh called As We Breach and it absolutely this riff just it it hooked me. Check this out. i mean it's awesome dude so yeah. this band harlot um i'm gonna go back and check out their back catalog i'm gonna check out everything they do they're from australia this is their fourth studio release and that was the track uh, as we breach so dude it's awesome yeah, absolutely awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's t- tons of other stuff too. I mean, uh, one of the uh, I know um, uh, around the net, fuming mouth um, has a new one out, a new single called Beyond the Tomb. Um, mm-hmm. You can pre-order their new album. I think they're probably on heavy rotation on Liquid Metal. Um, yep. As as well as Armored Saint, their new single Missile to Gun. Um, they have a brand new video out for that. And it's from out their new uh that new album, Punching the Sky. But what's what I love about the video too, um, it's it's super silly and campy, but what I like about it is it's like old school um like an old school arcade fighter. They have like they have like these two, these women that are like facing each other and it's like, okay, fight, and then they go at each other and they're like, they're beating the piss out of each other and shit. And then it's like at the end of the video it's like continue and it blinks at you know, it's like total like silly, but I don't know. I like it. It's cool, you know, because I'm an old dude. <laughs> so it was uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. So yeah, I mean tons of new stuff coming out. I mean I, I don't know if it's just because of the time we're in or what, but it seems like we're getting a lot of great a lot of great metal out right now.
1: Yeah, or maybe it's just we want it so much because we can't go to live shows. Maybe, <laughs> turns out we just love because it's new,
0: right? Maybe that's it.
1: Either yeah. way, it's just awesome. A lot of good stuff.
0: Absolutely. And so you had a couple things that you wanted to talk about as we kind of shift over to the concert calendar.
1: Yeah. Um, last night, um, Hex Vortices. They're uh, We mentioned them on episode twenty-four with Rob. They're a. Uh, thrash band from Twin Cities and last night they had a free live on their Facebook feed I think they called it live from our practice place and they got it played a bunch of tunes and a bunch of new songs too and it was really cool I checked it out and I believe you can still go and watch it so if you go to Facebook or YouTube too and it's Hex Vortices nice two words H-E-X V-O-R-T-I-C-E-S
0: awesome yes check that's... out there
1: brutal thrash nice and then we mentioned it before too that destruction as they announced that they were going to announce something and they have announced that announcement <laughs> and so the, you can go to their facebook page too and it says with the ultimate live stream into 2021 so they're having a live stream attack thrash into 2021 on january 1st
0: 2021 Ooh, new year's day
1: the, Yep, it'll be broadcast worldwide as a streaming event, and there's more info coming, and the ticket presale will start soon. It's a one-shot event to overcome the COVID-19-related difficulties for us as a band and a chance for the fans to support and get an outstanding top-notch live in-concert show on your TV screen at home. Stay tuned and spread the word.
0: Nice. So, yeah,
1: so, I will be checking that out.
0: Absolutely. Just- I'm going to add that to my calendar for sure.
1: Destruction is just so badass.
0: That's very cool. That's awesome, man. Um, do we? Oh, we're moving into trivia, and
1: yeah, I you don't I, have I, any live con- live events or concerts or anything this week, huh?
0: I don't. Yeah, nothing. Nothing that I'm going to talk about. Sorry, man.
1: <laughs> no problem.
0: I mean, I'm, yeah, ja- I, was... I'm gonna, I might be jamming in my jamming in my basement. <laughs> We'll yeah.
1: see. Go live.
0: <laughs> you can go live. <laughs> you live Fuck about. it! I'm going live! Fuck
1: it! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, so I was trying to think of a trivia for this episode, and first thing that came to my mind is it's not really a, I think it's probably fairly well-known, especially if you're a big Metallica fan, but we are talking about Metallica and um, Diamond Head. Yeah. And way back in the day... Which is coming up next, but um, way back when, before Metallica was a thing, Lars was actually roommates with Diamondhead. He lived with them for a a few years. Really? Yeah. Yep. So, like back when he was, I I think he lived here or in California at the time, but then he went to Europe just to check shit out, I guess. But he ended up meeting and living with Diamondhead for I think like two three weeks or something so I know for me personally if I have a personal connection with a band it makes me love that band so much more yeah so I was thinking I wonder if that's part of why they covered
0: besides Diamond
1: being an awesome band if that's yeah. why they covered them so much and liked them so much because they had that personal connection
0: maybe yeah interesting
1: what have <laughs> they covered six of their songs I mean they almost covered that entire album
0: yeah yeah that's awesome So
1: yeah I just thought that was kind of fun
0: yeah totally um, and actually, so I, I'll, I'll kind of smash these together a little bit. So um, one of the follow-ups I want to talk about is we talked about the Metallica live stream um, mm-hmm. for the All Within My Hands. And uh, I'm sure everyone uh, listening has kind of seen that they, uh, the Helping Hands now have, they basically raised $1.3 million um, during that Helping Hands concert and auction. And so those funds will be used to work with their partners, Feeding America, the American Association of Community Colleges, along with supporting the COVID nineteen and disaster relief efforts in the coming months. So that's pretty badass and it's awesome. And I think it's really great the metal community kind of stepped up and came together.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um but with that, that little only
1: people can feed them, that's a lot of money. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, it's crazy, right? Um and I wanted to, so being that you mentioned that whole Lars roommate thing, it was crazy because um, as we talked about you watched the event too, right?
1: Yeah, I watched it last weekend. It yep. was awesome. I love the playlist and saw some things we haven't seen from them in a while. And wasting yeah. the hate was awesome. And I covered yep. the animals. It was great.
0: Yeah. Did you see like the one, one when Lars called out and talked to one of the fans and they happened to live like where he was going, <laughs> like to the tennis academy or whatever?
1: Yeah, down in Florida, I
0: think. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like yeah. so wild, crazy small world, right? Was...
1: Yep, like the same exact town. And yep. he's like, oh, I did tennis camp at whatever place. She's like, oh, I know where that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like,
0: he knew exactly where it was. Yeah, that was cool. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, it's Metallica's been all over the globe. So, I mean, it doesn't seem that small of a world to say, oh, we've been there. But to say, I went to tennis camp there before Metallica was a thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Don't you, it, isn't it crazy that, that these bands, I mean, I know it's what they do but mm-hmm. that they can remember so many places. I mean, yeah. I, tra- I travel for work. I've been traveling for work like for 12 years. And I got to tell you, there's some times when I have no clue what city that was. <laughs> like, was I in Chicago? Was I in Austin? I don't remember. Yeah,
1: It <laughs> yeah. reminds me of when Onslaught came to the Twin Cities like six years ago or so. And I was, I went and I was talking to Nige, the guitarist and... Uh, you know they're from the UK, so yeah. they probably don't know the US as well as sure. we do, obviously. But he was saying like, "All right, so Minneapolis, like, where are we? Where is <laughs> right?" I'm like, well, if you look at the entirety of North America, we're kind of right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I, like, oh,
0: okay. <laughs> I suppose. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, some of those, some of those peeps, you know, I mean, I remember uh, reading David uh, Bruce Dickinson's book. And he was talking about Number of the Beast Tour and like the first time he had ever been to the States, right? So, Mm -hmm. and the first city, the first city they played was Detroit. (laughs) You know, his first experience of the U.S. was Detroit, Michigan. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then I've talked to other people on tour too and they just, you know, everything's just a blur because they drive across the country. They're only in a stop for, you know, six, seven hours and then they take off again and it's like, oh, yeah, we've been there. I don't know anything about it, but, yeah, yeah they're just driving through and a lot of times probably at night when they're leaving so they don't get to see a lot but sure yeah it's crazy
0: awesome um so let's see we got some uh oh back in the day man <laughs> back in the day what well, the back in the day Sorry, I got dis- I got distracted. Uh, <laughs> so this, uh, this back in the day this is a band um, called uh, Hallow's Eve and they had I think three albums um, they, they were formed in 1983 out of Atlanta. Um, so they're uh, again US outfit. Um, I got introduced to them um, I got introduced to them on their second their second album called Monument um they actually had um they actually had uh one before that uh called insanity and genius i think um i can't remember the, the order and i don't have my notes in front of me but anyway uh they're really good um I, I don't know why i love this song so much i'm gonna play just a snippet of this this is again from 1988 this is a song called speed freak by hallows eve and i just i just think it's a blast. Thank <laughs> you. So that's a little taste of Hallow's Eve. Um, I had the cassette, and I wore that one out. It, it's pretty good.
1: Sounds like 80s thrash.
0: Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, cool, man. Um, we got some follow-ups. Let's see. Yeah. Um, what do you got? We uh,
1: think you mentioned, is it one of your Back in the Days a few weeks ago, a few episodes ago, Warfect?
0: Uh, Warfect, yeah. I think they, they had a that release out, yeah
1: yeah so that was the first time I've heard of them and you know how things go like if you had never heard of something then all of a sudden you hear of it yeah, that's right.
0: and that's you right. see it everywhere yep yep
1: so, yeah social media I've seen Warfect all over the place and I remember just digging the track you played cool. so I gotta dig into that some more so it's cool to see other people talking about it too
0: yeah that's awesome very cool
1: yeah and then if you've heard our most recent episode 24 we had our guest Rob Carlson who's a metalhead mainly a death metal band member in the twin cities and outside of his bands glutton for punishment septicemic mastiff and Krog, he you had asked him to name some uh-huh. new stuff that he's been listening to new stuff that's come out and he mentioned gorgotron unmerciful and incinerate and after the episode i went and checked out all three i'd heard gorgotron a little bit i saw them live I mentioned that, that was the last band I saw before the shutdown, so I knew mm-hmm. of them and checked out their stuff, and uh, all three bands are just killer.
0: That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, so yeah Listen lot- to last week's
1: episode and check out Rob's bands and check out Gorgatron, Unmerciful, and Incinerate. I'm, I've am i never really been into death metal. It's just hasn't been my thing. I have nothing against it. It just hasn't struck me like Thrash or Groove or anything, but I don't listen to Rob's stuff and checking out these bands, like I've been missing out for a while.
0: <laughs> there was, it was interesting. So back in the, like the early nineties, um, I listened to, you know, there was some that, you know, I kind of just listened kind of past the vocals, just listening to the riffing and stuff like that. Like unleashed mm-hmm. was one that I got a couple of their cassettes. Um, uh, you know, I don't, there's kind of, Again, sometimes that the line kind of blurs a little bit of like, are they death metal or not? You know, but I know uh, Gore sure. Guts. I had I had Gore Guts yep. when they first came out. Um, so there was, there was a few. I don't know. Would, Demolition Hammer. Do you think would you classify them as death metal or are they kind of like thrash? But I know I listened to Demolition oh, I Hammer. Didn't
1: hear them again. It's been and so Bolt long. Thrower.
0: Do you remember remember Bolt Thrower? Are those? Yeah. Death, are they death metal? Yep. I don't know. Um, yeah, probably. So yeah, but this is great, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna take. Uh, I have not looked these guys up yet, so it'll be on my list to do this week. Very cool. That's awesome, man. So that uh, that's going to kind of wrap for uh, for this episode. We want to absolutely thank uh, thank everyone for listening. We really appreciate your support. Yes. Thank you for supporting the Thrash Report. And please feel free to leave a leave a review wherever you get your podcasts, and contact us. Let us know how yeah. we're doing. Let, Let us, know us know your you thoughts. Want yeah, let us know if you want to join in the conversation. Let us know if there's bands that you want us to go check out, either from back in the day or new releases. Let us know, man. Um,
1: if you want us to check out your band.
0: Yeah, send us, send us something at thethrashreport at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on our Facebook page, as well as on Instagram and Twitter, at thrashreport. I want to thank you, everybody, for, uh, for a great episode. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful time. We'll talk to you next time on The Thrash Report. Muchas gracias.